anytime moisture is in the house, it not only can cause the potential for mold growth and mildew, but it can raise the indoor humidity levels drastically based on what's going on and how long it's been going on. And that can actually create a very unhealthy environment inside the house. Welcome to Home Green Homes Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green home advisor and a green realtor. Here I invite a variety of experts in the world of green homes and have conversations about how we can all live in healthy, resilient, and efficient homes. My guests provide insight in a wide range of topics from designing, building, and living in green homes, purchasing or financing green homes and improvements, to how we can live to reduce the negative environmental impact from the way we live. My goal is to inspire and inform you about how we can make a difference in our own lives and our environment. Well, hello, this is Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes Podcast. Today, I have a special guest from Minneapolis, close to Minneapolis, uh, Amanda Klecker. She has a business called Healthy House on the Block, and we will hear all about her business and all about what she does, these wonderful things that she does. So Amanda, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. I am honored to have you on my podcast and um, I just find you fascinating I've been following on you on Instagram and so I just want to know who you are how did you get to um, where you are today yeah well first thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here um I have always had a love of houses. And even as a little girl, when we were going to be moving and my parents would take me to open houses, I loved exploring the home, seeing different homes. And so I knew that it was always something that I I really loved. I also have a passion for health and wellness and health and wellness more on the holistic side. And so it was a, it was a little bit of a windy road to get to where I am because it took me a while to realize exactly what I wanted to do, but I have paired those two things together. And that is, it's just two of my, my biggest passions, things that make me happy. I love researching. And so learning new things about homes all the time, even as a professional is something that I absolutely love. And I think there's still so much to learn about the health of our homes that it keeps it interesting and I get to share it with other people. Yeah, I, I agree with you that there's so much to learn, but what, what fascinates me the most is that you, uh, one of the things, one of the things that you do is an inspector and you know having heard your background of having you know having loved the homes and having loved to go to open houses and things you know one might think that oh you might want to be a real estate agent or maybe an interior designer or architect or something but inspector how did you get to that yeah so (laughs) I grew up 
uh, my parents own a plumbing and heating company. And so I grew up in the summers, like when I was in high school, helping in the office, learning how they did things. And even after I graduated, it was something that I continued to do. Eventually that plumbing and heating business led to my interest in clean water. Mm. And we had some issues with Uh, contaminated wells as I was older, uh, maybe in college. And it really fascinated me. That little interest kept snowballing into bigger things about homes. Mm -hmm. And as I learned more and more about homes, I realized I really liked getting into the bones of a house and the structure. And I realized very quickly as a young adult that I was not an office person. I didn't (laughs) like sitting in an office. I didn't like being confined to a space. And I really liked being out working with people really one-on-one and getting to know them for a long period of time. And so as I continued to learn more about clean water, which then kind of led into this um, learning more about how a house works, I realized that I really enjoyed the inspection process. And so I followed um, a home inspector just to kind of get a little bit of experience um, briefly, just, you know, for like a day or two. And I, it was something that I really enjoyed. And as I have gotten into it more and more, I have loved not only taking people in and out of their new home, but making connections with people one-on-one because that's just, that's how I like to work with people is get to really know them and get to know their space. Yeah, because um, inspectors, obviously I, as a real estate agent, deal with inspectors all the time, but you, do you actually do like crawling into the crawl space or getting sure on, the, on the top of the roof? Yes, I do. Yes. And that's part of the, when I talk about how I just could not sit in an office, that's just, and everybody's different. It's important that we have people who do both things, mm-hmm. but I realized that I really like to be out and doing things. And this was a great way to do that mm-hmm. um, in a space that I really enjoyed. So yes, I do get up on the roof. I do go in crawl spaces. Uh, We don't have as many here in Minnesota as some of other parts of the country, but Mm -hmm. um, yep, I do it all. So do you mostly work in your area or do you go out of, um, out of the city that you're living? Yeah. You have a, you have a national presence. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, so I do really anywhere in Minnesota, I tend to stick to, St. Paul, Minneapolis, and then maybe like go out to maybe third ring suburbs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have done a few cabins where I've traveled uh, to Northern Minnesota. Um, But generally I, there's a lot to do in, in like St. Paul, Minneapolis and surrounding areas. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of where I I do stick to that. I see. Now, so what is your primary business that you mostly do like is inspection a chunk of your business or you have so many other things that you offer which I want to ask you about yeah so I have I kind of consider my business to have really two main parts so I have Mm -hmm. this inspection part where I work with local real estate agents and buyers, sometimes sellers, depending on what the market's like, and we will do a full real estate home inspection. Mm -hmm. Some of these buyers are interested in creating a healthier home environment. And so then I'll pair it with 
healthy home, like consultations and kind of working with them to show them a healthier way to either remodel their house, do projects, uh, even just live in their home. And Mm -hmm. so that brings me to the other side of my business, which is really primarily focused on the health and wellness of our spaces. And that side of my business is more on a national, you know, Mm -hmm. global level, because I can reach more people that way. I don't have to physically be in their space, inspecting it Mm -hmm. to help them with remodels, new builds, um, home projects, just kind of revamping the way that they live so that they have, uh, they, they can get from me the tools to create a healthier space through habits and small product changes. So who are the people uh, that are contacting you? Um, Not necessarily just from your city, but you said nationally and globally. Yes. Um, A lot of times I find that it is families who either have just had an issue with mold and they're going to be reme- like redoing their home. They've remediated the mold and now they're going to be renovating that area and they want to mm-hmm. do it the right way. And so I get a lot of clients uh, who are interested in healthier products when they're kind of starting this new project. Mm-hmm. I also uh, do a lot of big remodel projects, uh, especially for like kitchens and bathrooms where we want to make sure that the materials that we're bringing in um, are as low toxin as possible. And then the last part of it would be new builds, uh, Mm -hmm. where someone is going to be building a new home. They want to start off fresh, but they want the, you know, they want to work with a particular contractor. Contractors don't always know all of the low toxin materials that are out there because they're focused on the building part of it. And so I, I will collaborate with the, um, new homeowner and the builder and any designer that they might have. And we kind of, I kind of help, you know, send them information and products and guides that will help them do everything in a low toxin way. Right. So you work in that, in that, um, role, you work with people around the country around the world. Yes. Yeah. That, that is, um, and I love that. I love that I can reach people who aren't necessarily just in Minnesota, um, mm-hmm. who, because that need is everywhere, um, to improve the health of our spaces and to reduce as many toxins as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a local thing. I think it's everywhere. Well, that must be challenging for you though, because, um, if you're dealing with different um, climate zones, yeah. uh, different different codes, you know, yes. so you must you must keep up with all the other elements that in you know that are specific to different parts of the world or country. I'll- The nice thing is, yes, a little bit. However, oftentimes I will provide the. Uh, the guide, the expertise. And then Mm -hmm. if someone is working with a contractor or a builder, that contractor or builder really knows that area because they're local there. They have inspections through the city down where they Mm -hmm. know the codes um, and they know little idiosyncrasies that might pertain to their climate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while I know a lot about climates all around, especially the United States, 
I can only advise and I always kind of, we work together um, to come up with a good plan because I think you need both sides of that puzzle to really create a healthy house because climate is such a huge thing, especially Mm -hmm. when we're talking about humidity and moisture and keeping things out of the house. Yeah, exactly. So in your experience, what are the most common mistake or misunderstandings on homeowners or buyers that you see? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing, and, and I hope this, I hope this doesn't sound too harsh. I think it is not looking at a house logically. I think a lot of times buyers just fall in love with an element of the home or perhaps the area or just the fact that they've been looking for so long and just really want a house. And sometimes that doesn't mean it's the best house. I think that you almost have to go in with like a very, a very clean slate in your head Mm -hmm. and look at all the options, weigh it out, especially, especially looking at how much it will cost to change or repair things that might come up. Um, And I think sometimes, not always, sometimes realtors can help feed that that emotional side of it. And so as an inspector, I try to keep things very um, fact-based and not necessarily about, you know, the love of the space, uh, but more about kind of the the black and the white and if there is kind of a gray area to really explain that Mm -hmm. um all homeowners and buyers are different and they all have different things that really are critical to them when they're purchasing a home and so i think they have to know those things but then look at uh the the cost of what may need to be repaired um, and kind of step back from that that emotional side yeah, because a lot of the things that we uh, consider uh, healthy materials in the homes are not visibly different. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of the things that, like the paints or the you know carpet or all the things that we have in the homes, from uh, non-professional eyes, they look the same, and sometimes they look beautiful, but they may have some toxic materials so yes. that would be that would be hard for um you know it, it will probably require somebody like you to really explain the difference or benefit of having choosing one over the other correct right? yeah and I think you know as far as uh a, sometimes you can tell if it's a lower toxin uh mm-hmm. material paint would be very difficult to know even carpet and flooring because a lot of times we have no idea what the exact brand or uh, material is Mm -hmm. but I think in kind of thinking along those lines explaining to buyers what a high quality material is and what a maybe less expensive you know material would be because I think a lot of times when we see these like flipped houses, sometimes right. they go in and they do them beautifully, but they're using very low quality 
materials and products, and eventually it will show. And so that's something that I've had this conversation a lot more recently where, you know, I try to explain something that's maybe a solid wood is just going to last a lot longer, be a better option than like a medium density fiberboard. That's just, you know, a, a lower quality product. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that actually a lot of times pertains to the health of the home too, because that solid wood is just going to give off fewer VOCs than something like plywood, particle board, or medium density fiber board. Right, right. Yeah. So the, what is the most critical thing that you recommend to the homeowners or buyers as you are uh, providing your services? Yeah, honestly, I think the biggest thing that I tell people to look for and watch for while I walk through the house and I look for it, but when they move in, they need to look for it too, is any sort of moisture in the home. Um, Obviously all parts of the country are different. If you're in a very dry climate, this may not look the same uh, Mm -hmm. to you, but if you're really in any other part of the country, I feel like at some point you're going to have moisture somewhere in the house. It comes up in the form of condensation, plumbing leaks, and exterior leaks. And anytime moisture is in the house, it not only can cause the potential for mold growth and mildew, but it can raise the indoor humidity levels drastically based on what's going on and how long it's been going on. And that can actually create a very unhealthy environment inside the house. And so keeping moisture out however you can. And I kind of always give people this list of things they can look for um, and then ways they can treat it. And a lot of times it's waterproofing and Mm -hmm. there are low toxin paints that you can use that will waterproof your um, foundation wall. We're looking for any sort of gap or um, area in siding or by windows where moisture can come in and then really keeping up on our um, utility areas, going in and checking on them sometimes, even peeking your head up in your attic once a year, mm-hmm. you know, just little things like this that we really want to watch for, making sure that our houses are graded on the outside so that water's not seeping back into the house. Um, but moisture is definitely like enemy number one of a healthy home. That's right. That's right. I, even in the dry climate, like where we are, we do have moisture issues, you know, like, like you said, some plumbing can be leaking and, and then we have dry climate. So uh, when we only find out when we have storms, like big storms and we get dumped and then all of a sudden we have a leak, you know, and, and that is, that is a very critical thing. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Then on the other hand, what would be the easiest hack that people can do to make their homes uh, healthier? And what do you normally uh, recommend? Yeah. I mean, if you want to very easily improve your indoor air quality, Mm -hmm. there are a handful of free things that you can do every day and they're really habits and just lifestyle changes. The big one is to properly ventilate your home. So this means opening doors and windows whenever you can, depending on where you live and your climate. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you live somewhere where there's a lot of outdoor pollution, 
this might be something that you need to really consider, uh, mm -hmm. but you can do mechanical ventilation as well through your um, HVAC system, mm -hmm. uh, through vented fans in like your kitchen, your bathroom, your laundry area. These are great ways to really get air like out of the house uh, because all air inside has some level of toxicity. I mean, mm -hmm. we're breathing out, you know? Um, and so right. we wanna make sure that we're getting that air out of the house and then also bringing in fresh air to dilute the air. So nice. it's really a, a twofold process. Dust they've found contains a lot of toxins from our products, uh, from shoes coming in, from fibers coming off of carpets and upholstery. So really keeping your home as dust free as possible through, you know, wet mopping, dusting, changing your furnace filter. These are really great ways that you can really easily improve your indoor air at home just with like a couple little little steps. Um, vacuuming is a really great way. I know it doesn't sound fun, but it's a really great way to reduce dust and toxins in your home. Um, and then the last thing I always tell people is a really high quality air purifier is a great addition to improving mm -hmm. the indoor air quality in your home. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I, I, I think I saw your post of, uh, like air purifier, um, uh, recommendation. And so yeah. I am fascinated, like I'm really impressed with all the material, the, the wonderful resources that you have on your website. God. Now, how do you keep up with all that? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's I, so many products to be. I know. Right? Well, I think, you know, I can't research every single product. So a lot of times what I will do is if I am looking for something very specific or even something very specific for a client, mm -hmm. um, I'll kind of look at a couple different options that are in this little realm. Um, mm -hmm. As far as air purifiers go, we did, I personally did a lot of research uh, prior to buying ours at our house. And mm -hmm. so that was easy information to share because I wanted it for myself. And I that's, see. that's a lot of what I share <laughs> is an interest that I have, or mm -hmm. someone asked me a question that I really want to find out the answer to. And so I will do a lot of research and I've always loved research. Uh, and so for me, it's kind of fun <laughs> to look these things, you know, find out more about different products and materials. Yeah. Well, you have a really good qualification as, uh, what was that? Um, building biology, certified yeah, bi building biology. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So I'm a certified building biology practitioner. And so really what that, that means is I focus on how the home works together with all of their systems to create uh, healthier space indoors, reducing things like radon, reducing things like mold and humidity, moisture, um, airflow and ventilation and then safe building materials that are going to be as low toxin as possible. Mm -hmm. And so what is your vision moving forward? Yeah. As, would you like to uh, keep working as an inspector? Would you like to build your, uh, your consultancy wing of your business? What's your dream? What's your, yeah. what's your vision? I would love to hear. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So I really love having different, different parts of my business. What I have really 
grown to love. And what I didn't see myself um, falling in love with is working with realtors. And Mm. I have made just some really great friendships and gotten to know some wonderful realtors. And so I see myself really moving forward in that space and consulting with realtors to help them understand how to help their clients find a healthy home, um, Mm -hmm. coaching realtors to get this information so that when they walk through a house with their client, they don't necessarily even need me there because they can share this information Mm -hmm. with their clients when they're walking through and, and finding a home so that when they get to the inspection, the home is almost pre-screened because they know so much about finding a healthy home and a high, a home that has high quality, you know, materials. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really see myself moving forward, helping real estate agents, uh, in that way and Mm -hmm. creating training materials for them so that they can, they can really help their clients. Well, thank you. I, so can you tell me one tip for me as an agent yeah. to when I walk into a home that might be, you know, for a buyer that I have, what, what's your, what's your one tip you can give me? Well, maybe one or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always, you know, I think really helping your client understand what, understand that a house is a financial investment. And while it's important to love the space you're in, you don't want to obviously move into a home that you don't love or feel good about. Um, I think helping them step back when they do really love a house and you can already see that there's maybe going to be an issue um, that might cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I, some of the some of my favorite realtors to work with almost, like I said, almost like pre-screen the house. They know the little things to look for as far as, um, has it been well cared for or did someone come in and just clean really well before an inspection? Um, looking at some of the things that the client isn't going to look at, like the age of the furnace, you know, we live Mm -hmm. in Minnesota, so Mm -hmm. we have furnaces, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the age of the furnace or was the roof recently replaced or, you know, what parts of it have been updated? Is it not just like the client really is going to look at the cosmetics. I think when the real estate agent really has like a second pair of eyes looking beyond cosmetic, I think that is such a benefit to the buyer. And I think it makes for a really great realtor and real estate agent, um, to, to help them understand and look at those things. Well, thank you for that tip. I yes. really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, um, it could be tricky. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, buyers fall in love with the house just by the, yeah. you know, the uh, aesthetics of it, but they don't see all the little, little things that they should know about until they actually do the inspection. So, you know, for us to, for us to notice those things are important as an agent. So thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation. I'm so happy that you were able to do this with me. And I so appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. It was so fun to be here. Thank you. And and you have such um, abundant uh, resources available on your website. So can you share with us how we can all find you? 
Yes. So I have, like you said, uh, a lot of resources on my website and that's primarily where I keep everything and the healthy house on the And then I also share quite a bit on Instagram, uh, which is healthy house on the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two places that I really just put a lot of my my time and my effort because I love the communities that are in those places. Um, So those are probably the best ways to find me. Well, thank you. I think you already have a lot of followers, but I hope this would help you (laughs) (laughs) grow your audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was, it was so fun um, to talk houses. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes until my next episode.